Hello, welcome to Behind the Music Podcast. I'm Bridget Devin, your host, and today I'm very excited to welcome Arbel Bidak with Spectra Creative Agency. Arbel is a multifaceted music creative, and at Spectra Creative Agency, they're curating a diverse roster of composers and music supervisors with a focus on film and television, as well as other media. Arbel, thank you so much for joining me, and I'm really excited to talk all things music and business. Thanks so much for having me. Excited to be here. Yeah. So to start, can you share with us about yourself and how Spectra Creative Agency got started? Yeah, sure. So uh, my background is actually uh, in composition. Um, and so I have, I have a degree in music composition uh, and came to L.A. to become a film composer and kind of quickly fell in love with the sort of creative business where there's a bit of a um, a balance between business and creative and became very passionate about supporting composers who are pursuing that career. Um, and, you know, a lot of my uh, early career was focused in uh, creative licensing, sync licensing, uh, but specifically around film scores. And then I became an agent at another agency um, called Evolution Music Partners. And, uh, after that, I was uh, working at uh, a company called Decca Publishing, which was under Universal Music Group, and kind of going back into sync licensing and doing creative sync there, working with some really amazing talent. Um, and then, uh, you know, was really missing the representation side of things and, uh, you know, was really looking at what felt like, you know, a, what felt like was kind of missing in the representation space and it happens to be that right now you know there's finally a really big focus on um, diversity and on diversifying the pool of composers that are uh, being hired on projects and it felt like a really great opportunity would be to um, create a space that can really focus on that because it's something i was already really passionate about and always trying to figure out how i can be contributing to it more um, to those efforts. And so um, during the pandemic, uh, you know, I ended up leaving Becca Publishing and decided to jump into uh, starting my own agency and, and creating a, a basically a creative space for composers and now music supervisors. And uh, there's, you know, sync elements to it and bespoke elements as well. So uh, just really, you know, I called it a creative agency because I just really first and foremost wanted it to be a creative space. And, um, you know, the the representation agency um, is at the, at the center of it. And then, you know, it's very open to be able to do lots of creative things around that. Beautiful. And one of the things that you said that I really resonated with is, you know, I, and I think about this with this podcast is I also have just a love for creativity and music, but I also have such a passion for business. And I'm so um, interested in where those two worlds meet. I, and, and hearing you talk about that, I really related to it. I would love to hear um, when Spectra Creative Agency started and from that merging creativity and business together, what was it like starting the business and what's it like as it's grown to where it is today? Yeah, you know, uh, it's it was definitely a stressful process, but very driven by obviously passion, but um, just a lot of excitement too. You know, it, it felt to me like the right thing for me to be doing. So, you know, 
the early days of of the agency definitely had a lot of like it was a very roller coaster, a lot more like ups and downs. And then as time went on, and I got more settled into it, and um, you know, people started learning about the agency, and I was kind of like feeding off of some of the excitement, the external excitement that was starting to build around it a, a bit, and um, just you know, the way that it was received, kind of like even a lot of that roller coaster element out you know and and you know the the lows didn't feel as low and then the highs are exciting and then you just kind of move on to creating the next you know highs so it's like um it kind of even evens it out a lot um mm. but i'm i'm really i'm really excited by the reception of it it's the company's now two years old it just turned two officially in uh last month in march and uh you know which is wild to me that it's already yeah. been two years but it also you know it's so funny because on one hand it just feels just very established to me and um you know people know about it and things like that you know um but at the same time it still still feels so new and fresh and i'm still very much building and mm. still working with my clients to be you know progressing their careers in a lot of ways and so um yeah. So it's, it's, you know, still very exciting, you know, which is really great. Yeah. Um, and it made me, I was thinking of one thing really quick that totally just lost the thought, of course. Um, oh, first of all, congratulations on your two-year anniversary. That's super exciting. <laughs> That's what it was. And then the other, I was um, going to ask, I'd love to hear what are day-to-day operations like for you? Um, one of the things in my podcast I want to show are all these different ways you can work in the music industry. And I think getting a glimpse into day-to-day life of like working um, is just really exciting and interesting to hear. And I'd love um, to hear about your days. Yeah. Um you know, some days I probably could just not even tell you what I even did that day. <laughs> just like, um, you know, it's it's uh, it's a, a tough job to do a lot of planning for, even though I need to be doing a lot of planning all the time. You know, there's such a, there's a really important proactive element where I'm um, constantly, you know, reaching out on projects that my clients are interested in, um, interesting projects I'm reading about. That, and, you know, discussing them with clients um, and finding opportunities to be able to make a really great pitch for them on that, um, which includes a lot of research. I have an amazing um, assistant who I brought on last year. And um, a lot of what he does is is researching upcoming projects and keeping tabs on them, finding me contacts, you know, finding who, all the, who are all the different entities, producers, director, all that and finding where, where we can be reaching out and making a good pitch for someone. But then a really large part of my job is just for my day-to-day is very reactive as well in mm-hmm. the sense of things pop up. You know, someone reaches out and wants, you know, reels for a composer, uh, wants to check out. It might be for a specific composer. It might be just, hey, we're looking for a composer who would be right for this. Um, with, at which point I'm talking to my clients and working with them to put a really good audio reel together, basically a playlist of their music and to send off as like uh, to showcase their work. Um, and sometimes it's getting a call from a client to discuss something, a project they're already on that maybe they need me to reach out about something on it or, um, you know, it's just like anything, you know, I get reached out to by a lot of of composers who are interested in representation and I try to like meet with people. So I have that sprinkled into my week sometimes too. Um, so 
it's, you know, uh, it's, it's a balance. Sometimes it's also just working my assistant to like plan some marketing things with, you know, just getting social media posts. We try to have like a nice presence to support our clients. So when people have new products coming out or they get announced, the trailer drops, like things like that, trying to make sure we're a little on top of like posting about that. That's make, I'm making sure I'm reaching out to different, you know, music execs and creatives to highlight my clients work when they have new things going up and keep that excitement going. So, you know, sometimes it's like, I feel like I have a to-do list that only gets longer and not shorter. And then sometimes you get a week that's just a little quieter and it can be this great catch up week and you just take advantage of that. So, um, you know, it's like, I try to plan for what's going to happen on a daily basis, but it usually gets kind of like interrupted by, you know, just the things that pop up and, and you have to kind of run with it. Yeah. So it sounds like a really dynamic job and it sounds like a lot of, um, interfacing with creative projects and trying to find placements and, uh, you know, business relationship development, and then just staying on your toes, uh, for things that pop up that you got to solve. Um, uh, I'd, I'd also love to hear, and you were talking a little bit about, um, the marketing side of things would have been some really great ways of marketing and promoting your, um, services to, um, bring on more clients or to make, um, more connections with like people who have projects that they need, um, work on. Yeah. I mean, um, you know, like I said, like we try to maintain a good, like social media presence. I think nowadays, like it feels like, uh instagram is kind of where a lot's happening i admittedly have yet to sign up on tiktok so it's not i'm right there with you um (laughs) though i don't know that that would be a place that would translate quite as well um but uh you know just trying to to have things out there you know i do get a lot of feedback from people that they really enjoy our like instagram presence for instance and um they come and they're like, wow, it seems like there's just so much happening. And I'm like, yeah, there is. And I'm glad that that's being like conveyed, you know, because we're, we're trying to make sure people know about things yeah. that all of our clients are doing, which is, is exciting. Cause a lot of these folks are working on some, like, you know, their first series ever, their first, you know, bigger feature, like different things like that. So it's great that people are getting to kind of share in that, um, you know, more sort of, B2B, I guess, kind of is, you know, doing, I try to keep people updated with, you know, um, occasional email blasts where it might just be some like updates on um, what different clients have going on, you know, that month or have something come out or a new soundtrack release, different things like that. Sometimes it's a, one specific email highlighting just like that release, you know, to make sure people see that. Um, and, and, uh, and then, yeah, it's just a lot of, of, like individual outreach, you know, I'm still a young company. I'm not in a place where I can, you know, just go spend a ton of money on uh, sponsoring, you know, big different, different events uh, where maybe it would get a bit more sort of exposure to the agency and to the roster. Um, But, uh, you know, I try to find ways, try to be out of things. I mean, that's also, you know, that's marketing is like me Mm -hmm. just trying to be present at, at events and at, you know, festivals, things like that, where, where a lot of those creatives are, are going around and just kind of do the schmooze thing a bit. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, because it, it's not, you know, it's not this, it's not similar to when you're like, let's say like selling a product or something like yeah. that, where you would put up an ad somewhere. So it's kind of, it's a lot more nuanced and um, yes, I want people to be calling the agency, but also more than anything, I just want people to be excited about the client 
and some of what they're doing, I'm kind of facilitating, you know, for them to build more relation, more creative relationships. So um, it is, that's, that's, that's something that's very interesting about this like space. Cause it's, you know, it's not really about me. It's about my clients. And so, yeah. yes, I want people to come to the agency and know the brand and, and know it and know, you know, the type of talent they're going to be getting when they come. But at the same time, I'm even more excited if they're calling and asking for a specific client because they've just been following them and like are excited about that, that person. So it sounds like you really have a care for um, the people who are working with you. And I always feel like when I talk to businesses that are, um, you know, focus on that, you can just see that there's long, such long-term potential there, because when you're caring for people, it just really, it means a relationship can last a long time. On that note, I'd love to hear, is there like an important character trait that you think is needed to succeed in this line of work? Or or another alternative question is like, is there a, a philosophy you have in your role that helps you to really serve your clients and serve the these projects? Yeah, I like that second part of the question. Yeah. Um, that's that's really cool because you know I think like I think different agents and managers and people that are kind of in this similar role have different approaches to how how they do it, you know. Um, and one of the things I was most excited about with starting Spectra and starting it as my own business was the ability to insert a lot of my own personality into it, you know, mm-hmm. like I tell people, I'm like, I built this company in my own image. Like essentially it's like, I really was just had the opportunity to be like, here's how I want to do this. Here's how I, here's, here's the overall feel that I want this company to convey. And it's something I talked to a lot with my clients before I signed them. So they knew, you know, even just with the roster, I was like, I want there to be a bit of a familial kind of like feeling where like I want my clients to know each other I want them to be able to tap into each other because different people have different connections and strengths and play different instruments and different things like that and it feels like they don't have to be competitive there's an opportunity a lot of opportunity even for potential collaboration on projects or different things like that so a lot of that just comes from my own personality and so you know I think um, you know my own sort of ethos and, and approach to things is very um I don't know, pacifist, like very, um, like, I, you know, if I need to go and like really get things for my clients, I'm going to go out and get that. But I also approach things as like, let's have a conversation, you know, versus, you know, I think there's always that like archetype of the, like the scary agent who's just shouting on the Mm -hmm. phone or something. And I'm sure it exists out there, but um, you know, that's just not, not something that's in my personality. And uh, I've, I feel like I've seen a lot of success from just being able to have real conversations with people and just be, you know, even if you're kind of like pushing back on something going like, sorry, but this is like what you're asking for is not realistic or not, you know, whatever it might be. It's still, again, it's like, it's a conversation. I'm just going to be like, you know, I, I take a very transparent approach with a lot of things, you know, where it's just like, let's, let's just be like, we're two human beings talking, you know, yeah. and I think, also, like nothing we're doing is life or death. So I think sometimes people like don't forget, like forget that we're like yeah. in this sort of creative industry, and that you know it's just like okay, like let's you know take a deep breath and like let's talk about this. So that's, I actually that's kind really, of my approach with that. I love that, and I think that's a really healthy um, reminder for us because you know 
we can be stressed about a project because we're so passionate about it. And we can be stressed about like a business thing because we're so passionate about it. Um, but at the same time, when you take that step back and be like, wait, hold on, everyone's like, everyone's safe. Okay. You know, and just, and just kind of rooting <laughs> in like those present moments. I really, um, I, I really resonated with that. Um, and Arbel, as we're nearing the end of the podcast, I would love to hear what your vision for the future of Spectra Creative Agency is. What do you see in the next year and beyond? Yeah. Um, so, you know, going into the third year, uh, you know, like I said, I'm really excited about um, what some of the, my clients uh, are accomplishing and the building that we're able to to do together. Um, just in the past year, I did start taking on a few music supervisors. And so I'm really excited about my music supervisor clients and what we're going to be doing together um, and, you know, see if I end up taking on, you know, one or two more, um, as well. Uh, and then, um, something we didn't touch on a lot yet is kind of the sync side of my business because of my sync background. I do have that. And so I'm, this year I'm really developing, um, something exciting on that end of things. Um, so that's still kind of in the works, but definitely something that I'm really excited about, um, working with really cool composers and artists, as well as, representing some catalogs and uh going to be starting to tease that out and launch that in the coming months as well so definitely like excitement lots of lots of great building and continuing to grow um with spectra wonderful i love it um well before we go can you share how people could stay connected with you or anything else you'd like people to know about spectra creative agency um yeah sure first of all go to www.spectracreativeagency.com. You can see the full composer roster and music supervisor roster there. And for the composers, either of them, you click on them, you can see their bio, their credits. For the composers, you can check out a general reel for them. Tried to make that a really great resource for creatives to, to be able to access the roster. Um, and then, you know, we're, we're present on, like I said, Instagram at Spectra Creative Agency, or I'm at Artbelicious. Um, and yeah, pretty much, I think you can find Spectra across most socials um, other than TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Maybe uh, one well, day. <laughs> maybe one day, right? Um, well, Arbel, thank you so much for your time and for sharing with us about um, Spectra and what you're building there. And for those listening, definitely check out their website and see their roster. Um, and also you can watch their journey uh, on Instagram. And like Arbel was sharing, there's going to be a exciting new sync related project coming out in a few months. So definitely follow along so you can check that out. But um, Arbel, thank you so much for your time and for sharing with us about your company and loved just hearing your focus on um, humanizing, um, you know, and, and um, just caring for your clients and your projects. So Thank you so much, Arbel. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. This was great.